Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast on this Friday. Yes, it is Friday the 13th, but... I do not believe in luck. I don't believe in curses. Well, maybe. Got to think about that one. <laughs> Welcome to our Friday broadcast. Good to be back with you. A lot to cover during the course of today. I want to begin in an unlikely place. And I say this because I really believe that one of the things we've got to be careful about is avoiding the activity that's focused on groupthink and what I would call the mob. Interestingly enough, if time permits, our Faith Focused Friday deals with the mob. We're not talking about gangsters here, but we're talking about a group of people and the collective mindset that sometimes drives people to do some horrible things. Here's why I say my starting place is very unusual. It's because really one of the most important pieces of legislation to the future of our country has been introduced by a good friend of mine. It probably will get little attention. I have a strong suspicion it's not going to go very far. But it's really one of the most important things this country could possibly do right now. It deals with our economic future. And frankly, it could impact our survival. How many of you read the book, The Creature from Jekyll Island? We've had the author on this program to discuss the genesis of the organization called the Federal Reserve. Probably many, if not most of you know, the Federal Reserve is not a federal agency. It's a private, some have called it a cartel. And there's no accountability here, none. Which is why my friend Congressman Thomas Massey has doggedly championed this issue, along with Rand Paul. Ron Paul's been on this for years to audit the Federal Reserve. This has come up multiple times, and unfortunately, it's not gone very far. There's a quote. In fact, I was looking for this this morning. And this is 
attributed to a Rothschild who basically said, permit me to issue and control the money of a nation, and I care not who makes its laws. And in fact, one of the questions that's raised here as to whether this is the person who actually made the statement, but there's something to this. Another similar quote, if a man were permitted to make all the ballads, he need not care who should make the laws of a nation. You get the idea here that if you control the money, you have virtual control of the country. And this is something that the Founding Fathers never would have encouraged or permitted and certainly would not have participated in. Maybe it's worth it sometime to have a discussion about the Federal Reserve, how it came about, and what it's done over the years. The book Creature from Jekyll Island is, I mean, it's mind-boggling when you read it because it exposes so many things, dark things, and dare I say it, some may be shocked to hear me say this, things our country has been involved in because of the Federal Reserve, because of the international banking system. We've done some pretty horrible things driven by this entity. <laughs> Chris writes in, Good morning, my brother Vince. Happy New Year. Now you're getting too deep in the rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. And we should go here. H.R. 24 to audit the Federal Reserve. From Congressman Thomas Massey, I want to praise three members of Congress from here in the Carolinas who have got behind, gotten behind this legislation. And these are names you hear over and over again. They're the faithful few. I believe, I don't know what the number is of people he has behind it right now. But certainly to be praised, Congressman Dan Bishop from right here in North Carolina, 9th District. In South Carolina, Ralph Norman and Jeff Duncan. They have all gotten behind this legislation. These are true patriots. So... If your member of Congress has not been mentioned, you're not represented by one of these men, you need to call your member of Congress and tell them you want them to support the bill to audit the Federal Reserve. And yes, there are Democrats out there who are in favor as well. This could actually get traction. I want to dare to believe that at some point, there may be enough people who wake up to this threat and are willing to take a stand. So, that's my starting place today, because this is monumental. Thomas Massey writes this, the American people benefit when we work to increase government transparency. Hashtag audit the Fed. No brainer here, folks. Let's get to the red meat that's floating out there dangling before the alligators 
the story about classified documents at President Joe Biden's private home and office. Yesterday, you heard a live news conference that Joe Biden held. In fact, I think we have time to play this. Peter Ducey calling out Joe Biden yesterday. Listen up. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, and my, my, my personal library. All right, there you go. That's what Joe Biden had to say yesterday. Coming up, we're going to talk about what's happened, including a special counsel. And believe it or not, (laughs) the defense, the defense for Joe Biden. This one is really going to amuse you. That much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program over on the text line. This texter says, Vince, I read the creature from Jekyll Island opened my eyes not only about the Fed, but what causes inflation. Yep. Folks, this is not rocket science. The problem is most people just do not read and will never read. Also... This person adds, likewise, countries or individuals that provide money to our government leaders control our country. Yep. I love it, Vince. Audit the Fed is a great idea. Vince JFK wanted to audit the Federal Reserve. They killed him within a month. 
This person throwing some shade at our friend in Congress in the upstate, Vince, the name Duncan carries less weight for me. What's the reason for that? Is it because of the speaker vote? Don't, please, don't let that in any way shape your perspective on Jeff Duncan. Don't do that. We need all the patriots we can get, believe me. Vince, didn't Trump have a small amount of documents? This person adding, I just knew you would start the show with the announcement of Donald Trump coming to South Carolina, which he is later in the month. Nope. <laughs> As the texter says, so scary that the demented clown has a Corvette to drive. You seen him in that Corvette? He really thinks he's cool. As a former Army officer who has been in SCIF's for sensitive intel, a locked garage is not appropriate for classified documents, you think? This person in the upstate says Biden's only viable defense would be pleading insanity. <laughs> My goodness. In regards to the caller who said your discussion this morning about auditing the Fed was going down a rabbit hole, I don't think you'll like the trip down inevitable alternative hole if we don't. Yep, I don't think the country will appreciate where we will go eventually. Just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. You heard before the break, we played the audio that you heard live on yesterday's program. Peter Ducey, I love this guy. You know what, to be honest with you, I was a little skeptical. It's like his dad, Steve, is on Fox and Friends. I thought, okay, no nepotism here. But I'll tell you what, this guy's proven himself. He's one of the few who actually calls out the entire administration. And good for him. So now we have Attorney General Merrick Garland, who has very quickly appointed a special counsel to investigate the discovery of classified government records of the private home and office of President Joe Biden. Garland has tapped Robert Hurd to serve as special counsel. Garland previously had assigned John Lausch, the U.S. Attorney for Chicago, to handle the inquiry after the first batch of records were discovered in November. A senior Justice Department official said this is not a decision that Garland has made lightly. Robert Hur. He's authorized to investigate whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with this matter. Her has served as U.S. Attorney for Maryland from 2018 through 2021 after being nominated for that post by then-President Donald Trump, a Republican. Hmm. Garland's announcements which cited extraordinary circumstances came hours after Biden and his lawyers said a second batch of classified documents recently been found in a garage in the Democrat president's private home in Wilmington, Delaware. That discovery made December 20th. First batch found November 2nd by lawyers for the president in a wash hank that Biden had used while private citizen between 2017 and 2021. This was after serving as vice president in the Obama administration. As you would expect, the reaction to this, fast and furious, and for good reason. 
one of the problems that Joe Biden will face is his own mouth. Kind of reminds me of one of the Proverbs that basically says you are ensnared by the words of your own mouth. Case in point, 60 Minutes interview. Do you remember this? This has been played over and over and over again as the people who love to um, relish in the sufferings of former President Donald Trump, they love to virtue signal. Well, this is a clip that certainly has not aged well. Here is Joe Biden speaking about the discovery of documents at Mar-a-Lago. Listen up. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. Totally irresponsible. Of course it is. <laughs> I wonder what Joe Biden thinks about those comments now. As I mentioned, number of people jumping in, piling on after learning about this discovery. Among them, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is really going way, way ahead of things. It's probably premature, but she's put this perspective out there anyway. Here are her comments, Ms. MTG, on the Biden documents. Listen up. This is a very serious situation. Uh, vice presidents cannot declassify documents, and the fact that Joe Biden uh, is in possession of, of classified documents when he was vice president signals that we need to have a serious investigation into this. And there's a there's a true two-tier justice system uh, stemming from Merrick Garland's uh, Department of Justice and the way that President Trump has been treated, who who is allowed to, to classify and declassify documents. Presidents can do that. Versus the Democrats and Joe Biden and how he's being treated. Um, I'll echo again, uh, impeach Biden. And that's what we need to do. Whoa, impeach Biden. Pretty sad, isn't it? This is where we are. A president who has not held back on condemning a former president for his handling of classified materials. Now here he is accused and basically readily acknowledging he's done the same thing. We had Andy McCarthy on this broadcast a few days ago speaking on this. Was this yesterday, day before? He actually is out with an op-ed on this. We're going to share during the course of today's broadcast. So we will get to that. Still to come, you'll also hear the defense. The defense for Joe Biden. What direction are the Democrats going to go? Well, if it's one in particular, you will rightfully conclude this person is a nut. <laughs> that and much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us.
So back on the broadcast, if you'd like to join the conversation, you are absolutely encouraged to do so. The GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-938-1110. 800-938-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And over on that text line, we begin here. Vince, I think the documents were left where they were so Hunter could access so he can sell the information to China. What do you think? Boy, that's pretty racy and, frankly, kind of silly. Why would you be so blatant? This person, not too pleased with Jeff Duncan, saying Duncan is turning into a summer patriot. We need winter patriots now. I don't know if I can donate or vote for him again after his vote for McCarthy. On the Federal Reserve, auditing the Fed. Vince, very happy you're covering this bill after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Investing in silver, my mind was blown after a very concise coverage of how the Fed was formed. With all the backroom dealings, definitely need to audit the Fed. Yep. On the documents, the only reason this has ever come to light, so the Republicans can't use the documents against Biden, because conveniently they're all under investigation by Merrick's special counsel. Mm-hmm. Vince, stop watching the squirrel. Pay attention to Gavin Newsom. So you think he's going to be the person they will anoint to come in as the knight in shining armor? Hmm. All the crazy crap Ms. Green has spoken. And she talks about impeachment. Come on, man. <laughs> if we impeach Biden, the scary thing is we have dum-dum in office. Not sure what's better. Unless we, unless we can impeach both. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Vince, don't be surprised if this has been the plan all along. These documents are just going to facilitate that plan. They will be used to push Mr. Magoo out the door. But it will be an even bigger stain on the Democrats because they rigged an entire primary just to get him in there. Interesting perspective there, Jeff. The problem is a special counsel needs to be set up by Republicans because Garland is untrusted. Her allowed the fraud steal dossier and caused the Mueller investigation. Plus, Garland can withhold any documents and remove any evidence, which will control the narrative and interfere in 2024 election. This is so messy, isn't it? Oh, gosh. Why did you just ask why they would be so blatant? Everything they've done is blatant because there are no repercussions. This from the upstate, getting ahead of me. So, Vince, you don't agree with Hank, Captain Capsize Johnson, and his theory? We're going to get to that in a moment. I have actually, I've read about this before, but I did not hear it with my own ears. You're about to in just a bit. You want to talk about Looney Ben. Jonathan Turley pointed this out for this reason. Jonathan Turley quoted Hank Johnson and others who believe the classified Biden documents were planted. Planted. Alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of Joe Biden. This guy's saying things can be planted in places and then discovered conveniently. That may be what has occurred here. Who said this? Representative Hank Johnson. And Jonathan Turley points out, notably, Representative Johnson has fought to stop 
Republican conspiracy theories from being spread through social media. So he's been trying to squelch your speech while he at public meetings like this, questioning a general, makes the most idiotic observation and claim. Are you ready for this? This is Hank Johnson having a conversation with a general. I guess this is a concern about global warming and overpopulation on the tiny island of Guam. Listen to this. My fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. The, uh, the Guam population, I think, currently about 175,000. And again, with 8,000 Marines and their families, it's an addition of about 25,000 uh, more uh, into the population. Producer Chris chimed in on that one. You just couldn't resist, could you? That's such a whopper, isn't it? That is a whopper. <laughs> the island may tip over. Oh, my gosh. This is what you're dealing with, folks. Looney Tune. Absolute Looney Tune. Guy sounds like the bartender didn't push him out the door soon enough. Our friend Andy McCarthy was on to speak on this matter at the very beginning, and now he has written an op-ed for the New York Post, which I'll begin sharing with you before the break. He's basically saying Biden's already admitted his guilt. He's just betting Garland doesn't prosecute him or Trump. Saying there'll be much to chew on as the criminal investigation of President Biden by the newly appointed special counsel Robert Hur unfolds. For now, my question is, have we already, in effect, witnessed a guilty plea? In announcing her appointment, Biden Attorney General Merrick Garland laid out the facts of the case that drove him to the decision. Biden, while he was a private citizen after the conclusion of his term as vice president, retained batches of classified information on unauthorized locations. That's enough evidence of a federal penal offense to warrant a criminal investigation and potential prosecution, which is what's necessary in Department of Justice regs to trigger the appointment of a special counsel. The reaction to the special counsel appointment by Richard Sauber, the lawyer that Biden has brought into the White House to help deal with the investigations, was remarkable. He said the president was confident the special counsel investigation would find the documents in question were inadvertently misplaced. Oh, oh, I feel so much better now. That is not a defense to a charge of mishandling classified information. It's tantamount to an admission of guilt. For conviction, federal law requires prosecutors to establish the defendant was grossly negligent. There's no need to prove that an accused was trying to harm the United States, just that he was trusted with classified information and carelessly flouted the standards for safeguarding it. So it appears Biden is not challenging the documents were classified, that the locations in which he kept them were not authorized, that he failed to keep track of them. Why have an investigation when all the elements of the offense are established? This is open and shut, is what Andy McCarthy is saying. We're going to continue this as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us.
back on the Vince Coakley radio program. Vince, always remember, men are from Venus, women from Mars. Politicians are from another universe. Gigi, apparently it's quite stunned to hear that audio from Congressman Hank Thomas. Oh, my goodness. Regarding Guam, who is this guy? (laughs) Someone that hundreds of thousands of people thought was a good idea to not only elect, but re-elect to Congress. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. Vince Moran that he is. Hank Johnson may have a point. If that's the case, I believe a Democrat planted the documents. Most stunning thing about that Hank Johnson clip is actually the Admiral keeping it together and trying to provide an answer. He is a legend. Oh, I would have just died laughing right in front of him. And I would have looked him in the eye. Are you really that stupid? (laughs) This texture saying that general fighting hard to keep from laughing. That would have been very, very difficult. (laughs) Stunning, ladies and gentlemen. Someone in the upstate also saying that's it, Vince. Send everyone to California. Maybe it will break off. Surely you would not hope such a thing would happen. Come on. Uh, boy, what do you do? So I was sharing with you what can <laughs> got to get these McCarthy's distinguished here. Andy McCarthy wrote a great op-ed, and I've already explained to you his premise here that Joe Biden's already pleaded guilty. He's already acknowledged that he has committed a crime. That's what's happened here. So, what do you do? Andy continues, no doubt because sufficiency of the evidence is only one of the two questions prosecutors must ask before charging someone with a crime. The second question is whether, even if the person is technically guilty, an indictment is in the public interest. It appears, then, that Biden's approach will be to avoid discussing the slam-dunk evidence and spin the equities of prosecutorial discretion to his advantage. He'll say the number of documents was comparatively small, that he self-reported the violation as soon as it was discovered, that he immediately turned the documents over to the National Archives, and that he cooperated fully with the investigation. The subtext, of course, will be that his This compares favorably to former President Donald Trump's conduct, hoarding hundreds of documents, fighting government efforts to retrieve them for two years, misleading investigators, and claiming in the absence of any known proof to have declassified the documents. The Biden team knows Clinton committed willful misconduct in the email scandal and got away with it. He knows that. Yet the subtext doesn't change the stubborn fact Biden is apparently guilty of essentially the same offense for which Trump is under investigation by a special counsel. With the 2024 election looming, the Biden administration knows much of the country is white-hot angry over our two-tier justice system, where for similar conduct, Republicans are aggressively prosecuted, but Democrats, they get a pass. If Trump is charged, but her closes the Biden case by recommending against an indictment, millions of Americans will be irate. Biden 
for whom Garland and her ultimately work, cannot afford that. Which brings us to the most significant equity of all of the questions on whether charges should be filed precedent, specifically the Hillary Clinton president. The Biden team knows Clinton committed willful misconduct in the email scandal and got away with it. She purposefully established a homebrew service system, improperly conducted government business over for years, evading government record-keeping requirements. When she was found out, she destroyed tens of thousands of government records, including classified intelligence, even though she knew her emails were relevant to ongoing investigations. Her lawyers pressured the Obama-Biden Justice Department to limit the FBI's investigation, even when she made preposterous statements to the FBI in her perfunctory interview, she knew she would never be charged. Biden may have conceded technical guilt, but his team is confident if Hillary Clinton is the operative precedent, the Biden Justice Department won't charge him. He probably is right about that, but then again, if both Clinton and Biden get a pass, there's no way the Justice Department can justify charging Trump. <laughs> Andy McCarthy says, now don't throw stuff at me. I'm just telling you what's likely to happen, not what should happen. I believe Clinton should have been indicted because officials were n who are not famous and who hoard classified intelligence are charged. Some of them get sentenced very, very harshly. And Democrats just spent several years telling us presidents are not above the law, at least when the president is named Trump. In the America we want, there should be equal justice under the law for everyone, including President Biden. Alas, that is not the America we have at the moment. Andy McCarthy is right on the money. Faith Focus Friday, and much more straight ahead. You do not want to miss the next hour. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.